Bill, we got a caller on the line that wants to know what your biggest fear is. My biggest fear? Mm-hmm. The dark. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gotta set the scene. That's right. I, I always say tis the season. We're not there yet, but we're almost there. But fuck it. We love horror movies. And I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. And I was like, you know what? I came across this awesome trailer for a movie called Bad Candy. I was like, this looks amazing. This looks wild. I got to reach out. I got to throw the Hail Mary and get lucky. (laughs) And I got to talk to the man himself. Director Scott Hansen in the house. How are you doing, my brother? Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's an honor to have you here, man. I love you having you here on the show we can talk movies and all that good stuff and uh we got some people in the in the house here we got jake hall saying hello everyone everybody from the movie dojo army slowly trickling in heather love saying what's going on oh yeah that's right because the movie dojo army we love martial arts and horror that's right we represent uh but yeah man i'm so glad that uh you were able to pop in and get away from your i'm sure extremely busy schedule (laughs) But uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's have some fun here and talk movies. So, hold on a second. Let's let's go back in time a little bit here. So, uh, you know, I, I was I was reading up about you, and man, your resume is insane. Like, I mean, you did over like six hundred commercials and music videos from some of my favorite bands, Fear Factory, son. That's how we roll. That's how we do it. Fear Factory, Il Nino. Oh, yeah. El Nino is amazing. Good yeah, you. Seven Dust, one of my favorites. Oh. You know, Motionless and White and all that stuff. And I was just like, this I, this, this guy's, he's one of my peeps. All right. <laughs> Filmmaker, I just, I horror. It's crazy. Go ahead. Bands like that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I that's, music videos is like, I guess you could say that was always my day job. And I used to be in a band, we were in like a shitty band in college and, I was just like, oh, man, this is amazing. Got the tour for a little bit. And, you know, I just it never worked out. And I was just like, oh, let me start trying to film some music videos. All right. Yeah, that was like a cheap way to practice, you know, and kind of get better at your craft for sure. And I've always been a metalhead. So I was just yeah. like, this is my area, you know. Um, so, yeah, Fear Factory, as a laid down, there's so many bands I've worked with. And it's just like crazy to, to look back the last and you, I've been doing about 11 years now, actually. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I ran into Dino at a, a concert. I went to go see, uh, it was a, it was Lamb of God and Anthrax. It was like a double yeah. bill. And Dino was walking around, <laughs> and guitarist of Fear Factory. He was, just weird. he was just walking around through the crowd, and he, he gave me a fist bump. He was a really cool guy. But it yeah. was cool. It was cool running. He was an amazing guitarist, too, man. Oh, yeah. So cool. since you're a metalhead like me, that's right, what's some of your favorite bands? Oh man, uh, there's so many of them. Um, I know, right? I would say, I would say what I'm listening to now is uh, uh, they are they are is murder. Uh, listening to Mashuga right now a lot. Yeah, I just locked the Mashuga video, which is amazing for me. Oh, when is that coming out? Uh, we we shoot we're supposed to shoot in Sweden if we can figure it out, but yeah, it literally just happened last week, and you know I was. I made a post saying, like, you know, you know, with when you do these videos, you battle people, other directors all the time. So it's kind yeah. of crazy. 
Like I've written for Metallica before and I lost it to, to Wayne Isham who, you know, directed Enter Sandman. So ah. yeah, I can't complain, <laughs> but you know, right, like, right, right. you know, sometimes you battle these super famous people and they put all your ideas and you get to talk to Lars about concepts and I'm like freaking the fuck out trying to be professional. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this is Lars and we're like yeah. concepts and, you know, just, but I, lo- I ended up losing that video, but, um, that's do, all good. To do Mashuga is like, you know. Dude, that's, that's a, huge. Yeah. That's, that's huge. huge. Congratulations, man. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. What's the what's the song? Uh they they don't know actually. Waiting on the single. Waiting for the label to pick the single. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, they they're uh should know by next week though. But um nice, yeah, nice. I'm listening to Mashuga right now. Uh Animals Leaders. Uh man, like I've been listening to the 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 first seven dust album a lot. I've yeah. Been, um what else is in my i'm always listening to everything um yeah have an open mind it's fun you get you get the creative juices flowing yeah you know, that helps out too right animals as leaders i've been digging them a lot which one is it animals as leaders they're kind of like jazz metal what yeah <laughs> i gotta check this out yeah they went uh they're the guy is uh tosin Abasi. he's kind of like the Joe Satriani of now, but he's like all metal, no lead singer. It's a three. Yeah, team. they're crazy though. They're amazing. So that sounds yeah. fascinating. Yeah, really interesting, cool to vibe with. You know, no screaming, no singing. Yeah, just, just instrumental. Interesting. You know, I used to, I used to really be in the jazz. I had a jazz phase. Yeah. I used to really dig it, but yeah. then I, not not that I don't like it anymore. I just went off to another genre. Yeah. Uh, but uh, jazz and metal, though, man, that sounds really yeah. fascinating. Oh. And uh, I don't feel so bad about having cats running around because I just saw a cat go by in the background there. <laughs> I got, this is Pennywise. Oh, shit. Love it. Pennywise. Hold on. Let me blow it up. Let me blow it up for chat. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, he's Pennywise. So he's Look at a, him. He's, he's big. The clown. <laughs> it looks hey, like a, a band. I'm a fan of the band, too. Uh, kids these days, they don't know who that is anymore. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, but uh, looking at your background there, you got some cool shit back there. Is that the yeah. is that the Hulkbuster? What do you got back there? Yeah, I got the Hulkbuster, got a Jason mask, uh, got storyboards on the next uh, next movie. Got some concept art that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, got some X-Men, got Sid Haig. Nice. Thing, Godzilla. Um, All right. Not, now we're talking. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, I'm gonna have the inspirations. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's all the stuff we love here on the channel. <laughs> oh, totally. Godzilla horror, superhero movies, all that good stuff. That's awesome. Uh, Heather says, "Aw," when you put, uh, pulled up the cat there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Marco G says, "Beer fridge too." Is that the beer fridge beer in the background? Over there, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got like a little man cave basement where I do a lot of the editing and. I nice. edit my own movies. Uh, uh, I shoot most of them too, so I'm kind of like really hands on. Um, yeah, but nice. Um, and sometimes I have a director of photography, but I just you know it's hard to get hard to get other people to get in your head. You know, it's easier just to take the camera. Yeah, for it. So yeah, you know, I I watch. Do you know who Donnie Yen is? Uh, yes, yes. So I saw an interview recently, and they asked him why sometimes 
sometimes we get it right over here in terms of filming and editing fight choreography, but sometimes we kind of really botch it. And it's yeah. kind of become a kind of become a joke, especially the last Snake Eyes movie really oh. got blasted. I was one of them. I blasted it, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Because they ruined a lot of because of the editing and like a lot of the fight scenes are in they're incomprehensible. You're like, okay, yes. what just happened, right? Yes. Yeah, and he and Donnie Yen said in his interview that a lot of the filmmakers in Hong Kong they have, like you just said, they have free range and access over what they're doing and what the kind of movie they're trying to make. Oh, There's yeah. nobody butting in saying, no, I'm going to edit it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they know they're doing the fire choreography, they're doing the editing, they're doing all that stuff. So that's why it kind of pans out a little bit better over there. So you saying what you said kind of reminds me of that. So that that's great, man, for you taking control like that. Kind of similar to John Carpenter. Yeah, I'm a, a huge John Carpenter fan. Um, He's like probably my biggest influence, to be honest. I mean, the thing is like I consider probably the greatest horror movie of all time. It's next, insane. Next to Dracula, 1931. Yeah, it, the thing is insane. Um, thing. Speaking of the thing, what do you think about uh, this new one coming out that's kind of mostly based on the book, the, not necessarily. Regions, like there's not. No, that was the remake, right? There's another one coming out? Yeah. <laughs> So this one supposedly is not a remake of the Carpenter one, which is a remake of the original black and white one, but um, but it's based off the novel, I guess, or oh, something God. like that. So I don't know. It might be okay. I don't know. <laughs> if you haven't heard about it, then who knows if it's even going to come out. Maybe it's just talk right now. <laughs> I'm hang out like that Spawn movie and Todd McFarlane. Is that really going to happen? Yeah. I know. Well, they did get a writer finally, right? I heard they got they actually got a writer, so that's something, I guess. I was afraid when he was like, he said he wants to direct it. And I was like, ooh, he's hands on. I've done some interview stuff with him, and he's nice, but yeah, like, I love Spawn, but I was like, man, you gotta. I know. You, you gotta step aside on this one, probably. And you got Bloomhouse in there, they're right? Gonna, right. They're gonna make it. Are awesome. you are you scared we're gonna get a Frank Miller the Spirit experience? It could possibly turn into that. That's a good. That's yeah. It's actually. Yeah, but yeah, we love. I love Spawn too. I'm, you know, I, I even like the Michael Jai White movie. I'm sorry. I'm, I love uh, it. It's 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 so. There's great special effects, and that's what right when visual effects are coming out. Yeah. Of, you know, and it's the Violator is amazing. Jo, John Leguizamo, like. It, yeah. He's so it's so great. He he acts like the character from the comic book because people are like, "Oh, he's so over the top, I can't stand it." Well, he's acting like the character from the comic. That's how he acts, you know. But I mean, then like two or three more spawns. I get. I bet you with how things are because everything's superhero movie theme now, and so superhero movies. If spawn, if they get it together, it could totally be like a sequel. Oh man, trilogy easy, you know. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine the visual effects now, though? Like, they could really, it'd be amazing looking. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I feel like me and my fiance, we watch Endgame like every other week now. There's no movie on, we just throw Endgame on. Nice. Avengers Endgame. I just nice. love that whole movie. And the visual a, effects on Thanos are just. Oh, like, it's great. And there's like it, shots of, there's like little things, too. It's not just the whole epic experience. Oh yeah, yeah. There, but there's like a there's like a shot before they go down to fight Thanos. Yeah, just the just the three. Three. Yep. Before that, there's that one shot where oh. they're up high. Yeah. Thanos is sitting there, and it's, it looks like a, a a painting. Yeah, yeah. They're both on each side. Down, yeah. Down here, or whatever, and 
they're up here. Yeah, before like, the throwdown, and I love I love stuff like that. Darkness and light in the dark. I love those themes. Yeah, yeah. Like, On your left, man. <laughs> oh man, but uh, I'm already having fun talking movies with you. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, so you know, all these commercials and and music videos. You really you're grinding and you're getting your feet. Uh, you're getting your feet dirty, you're getting in there and perfecting your craft, getting better and better and better. But did you always have a passion to eventually, at some point, get into films? Actually, no. Uh, and it's funny oh, wow. How about comic books? Is like I went to, uh, it's called Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. Um, they call it SCAD. I went there for sequential art. I got a scholarship, full, uh, half scholarship to, uh, you know, do comic books. I was, I still draw today. I draw oh, nice. Storyboards. I draw a lot of comic death art and weird shit when I got time. Um, but I was totally trying to be working for image or Marvel or yeah. See, that was my dream. And I just was in a band at the time. And, you know, this is like, I went to college 2000, I graduated 2006. So this is, you know, a long time ago, but it was, uh, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was in this amazing college with all these like amazing, talented filmmakers and, you know, special effects creature people that are making monsters. And is that where this is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's actually, uh, that's, uh, at KMB effects. Oh, nice. Nick nice. Carrow, How- Howard Berger. Um, uh, I got to meet with them on a, on a cool project and they had, nice. like, uh, you know, they had, uh, what do they call the shark from Jaws? What's his name? I should, I should know this. I should know this too. <laughs> he has a name, and they, he's on the original ones on the wall. And it's like, yeah. Oh, nice. They got the That's pretty dope. No, uh, it's just an incredible uh, studio. It's in LA, but uh, you know, obviously Nicotero um, kind of got away from special effects. He's been doing Walking Dead for right. many years. And Creep Show. Actually, a lot of the crew on Creep Show were. Uh, on Bad Candy because Creep shows probably filming, you know, they film like 15 minutes around the corner. Right, right, right. I was just talking to the director, uh, the creator of the show. Oh, wow. Uh, and because uh, I enjoyed Wrong Turn 2. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he, he, he said he might want, he might, when he gets, he said he's so busy, but yeah. he, he would like to be a guest in the future, but he's waiting for the next season to come out that way, kind of promote it, you know. Uh, yeah, oh, that's... it's Bert. It's Bruce. That's the name of the shark. Bruce. Thanks, Jake. Bruce. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Bruce. Yes. Yeah. Love All right. Uh, were you always a horror fan or you were just a movie fan? You liked everything? Always. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I totally, my, probably my favorite horror movie is Aliens. Yeah. It's just like the best movie. It's a perfect movie. It's the perfect movie. You can't. Yeah. The ending, the twist, the queen being on the ship, the airlock, the military shit. Like, <laughs> if that movie came out now, it would make like a billion dollars. A now, billion. It, easy. Oh, yeah. And you watch it, and it's like, I think they had $15 million to do the whole movie, 1986, <sighs> of course, which I don't know what uh, that equals today. Um, but just it's still nuts. What they did, and it's just like, the the fucking special effects and like just the and I love Alien. I think oh yeah, another classic, slow burn classic. But when Aliens came out, it was just like, damn, that old yeah. model, like this is like next level shit. Like what is going on, James? Yeah. Who, 
James Cameron's amazing because you know he uh, he got for he got forced to direct. Uh, I think it was called Piranha Two. Uh, oh, he, he got forced to direct that. I didn't know. He didn't want to direct it, but he needed a credit, and um, he actually snuck in and erased his name off the credits <laughs> later when the movie came out um, on the uh, on the film reels. Oh, that's cool. hilarious! But I'm he, surprised. I'm surprised he didn't Alan Smithy it, unless that wasn't a thing yet. Was that not a thing yet? I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it could have been uh, eighty six. But yeah, I love Aliens. I love Exorcists. Yeah. Uh, oh, Exorcist. you you, you did hear about Exorcist, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm super curious. Uh, they're bringing her back, Alan Burstyn. What is she? Eighty something? I think so. Um, I don't know. It's like they're they're they're. I, when that when I hear, I mean, anything's possible, right? They could they could knock it out of the park. But when I hear it, when I hear they're wanting to make a trilogy, I'm already like, no, <laughs> make a good movie first. They should, have, yeah, they should have announced the trilogy. It should have been like, yeah. we want, we'll see yeah. how it goes. Same thing with Dune. You know, people were like, just announce the first one, not that they're trying to do a sequel and right a third one. So I just, I don't know. I'm curious because I love. Uh, David Gordon Green, yeah, he's a director of that, and he did Halloween Kills, and I thought that was a great comeback movie for the Halloween franchise. You know, you've seen it already? Uh, no, no. Uh, what's the first one? That's it's just one. Halloween 2018. Halloween, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought that was you know like I miss Jason, I miss Freddy. I know, I know. They, they don't come out anymore, and they're, I they're know. fan films, but Halloween. That made it legit. And now you got Candyman that came out last week. I haven't seen it, but... Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay, I was going to ask you what you thought of it. I just, you know, I miss all those movies. And I think growing up in the 80s and 90s, we had a plethora. It was like Nightmare on Elm Street every other year. It's the best era. And, and you know, it was, it was awesome. Texas Chainsaw, like, you know, the originals. Like, yeah. And now it's like... They're kind of ruining the Texas Chainsaw. They keep coming out with like remake and all this stuff. Well, I was going to mention that. Am I allowed to mention that? Am I allowed to talk about oh, yeah. your involvement? <laughs> or you I want to move on? <laughs> I worked on the bad one. I, I don't know. People, I, I worked on a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. I, I was just a, a 3D camera op, but I learned a lot of uh, drama and how it all goes down in Hollywood on that set. Right, anyway, right. It was were, you, were, you, were you excited, though? You're like, holy shit, I'm actually a part of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It was, it was amazing. John Lussenhop was the director. Uh, uh, Alexis Diodario uh, yeah. from um, True Detective. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know, Percy Jackson. She was in it. And Bill Mosley. This is where I met Bill Mosley. He was amazing. Yeah. Such an amazing human. I love Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley's from, you know, Devil's Rejects and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was amazing. So, I I think I met some really good people, but the movie was like pretty rough. You know, I don't know. Right. Don't you know what's kind of you know what's funny about it though is <laughs> when it first came out, yeah. a lot of people were they didn't know what to think of it, right? But yeah. now it was weird though. Now it's actually kind of split. Really, there's actually fans. There's actually they like it that it's bonkers and crazy and out there and. They're entertained yeah. by it, you know. They they actually like it, so you know, to each his own, right? Right. Yeah, they're gonna give her another chance. It was amazing. We we were shooting 
in freaking Louisiana, and it was like 120 degrees, and we were putting cameras on ice. It was crazy. Like during the midsummer, you know, it was, was a tough shoot. Very tough. The mosquitoes were. They didn't care about the off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're out, moving of- out there, and it's just like whoa. They they have wingspans. Right, right, yeah. I, be- I believe it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Bill Mosley, I'm looking forward to that new Nicolas Cage crazy, yeah. insane new movie coming out, Prisoners that. of the Ghost Land. Yeah, I saw that. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. We actually tried to hire Bill on Bad Candy, but he was doing that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the original cast of, well, because we had, you know, Bad Candy, there's two radio hosts telling stories, you know, during Halloween. Right. Had Sid Haig and Bill Mosley both casted. And this is like 2018. You had Sid. Yeah. Sid was oh. And it broke my heart when, you know, yeah. when he passed away and yeah. we had to recast him. And then uh, Bill, the timing didn't work out for Bill. But I mean, Sid. Yeah. Such amazing. I mean, Sid is probably one of the last horror icons next to like a Kane Hodder or a Bill Mosley right now. Oh, like, yeah. Amazing, you know, and I'm actually working with Michael Berriman in like three weeks. Honestly. Oh, nice. Yeah, just a, and I love him too, and he's, oh, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool to see like these horror icons still around, like yeah. they're the, the Bella Lugosi's of now. He's sort yeah. Of, you know, and yeah. I love that. And Yeah, but, very, very well said, but so is that, is that why Corey Taylor's here? Yeah, yeah, so we had Corey and, uh, I just, you know, I've always been a fan of Slipknot, and I'm yeah. like, hey, well, actually, I, I shot for the stars before that. I'll be honest. I went, I, I went for uh for uh, uh Bruce Brucey, from Ash. Oh. Yeah, I went for Ash, man. I, yeah, I, I made a, I made a an alley oop to try to get him, but we couldn't afford him. So, yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. He, he actually dug the script, and but we just, I think we we're short a couple hundred thousand. Which, yeah. Which is crazy because we did not have – our whole budget was like that. You know what I mean? Our right. whole would have been to just afford him for three days. Right. Which it doesn't hurt to – what do you got to lose, right? Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, I don't give any fucks. I'm going to try it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I You know, I Sid, Sid Haig is a, is a legend, and yeah. I'm a huge fan, and I still regret it to this day. I had the opportunity to meet him. Oh, yeah. But at the time, Samurai Guy was shy. I know, right? <laughs> I was shy. Oh, hello, hello. It's it's Pennywise. Yeah, Samurai guy was shy. I, it was at a small convention, and he had he had a booth, and there was like ten people there. Usually for Sid, it's probably I'm sure it's like huge, especially yeah. horror icons. The lines are probably really long. Yeah. And uh, I was like, ah, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to bug him. And I kept going, <laughs> and now I regret it. I regret. It. I should have went over there. I'm sure he he, he looked it. like a cool dude. I love House of a Thousand Corpses. I love Devil's Rejects. Like those are, I know, fun films, man. So colorful, and just like yeah, fucking wild. And I know. I, I did. Uh, I did uh, briefly meet Bruce Campbell and Tony Todd. Both both nice, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's get let's let's get back to you here, sir. So yeah. before we have a. Uh, some more fun talking horror, which I'm already having a blast. By the way, yeah. let's go back a little bit earlier here, and you know, I want I want to make sure chat and everybody watching gets to know a little bit of some of your other work that you've done here. Yeah. So let's talk about this one. Yeah, that, that's uh, that was my first indie film uh, called Monumental. Um, 
And that's your typical $30,000 movie shot yeah. for me. And, you know, that's which one, which is, which, what is this one about? Uh, this one's about two guys that, uh, <laughs> they, uh, their mom passes away of cancer and in her honor, they, uh, they take her uh, ashes all over the country and, uh, put it in the different monuments she never got to visit. So, oh, okay. Uh, you know, coming of age story about two guys, yeah. men, better men, because yeah. uh, one of them is not a good person at all, so he's trying to better himself. But it's definitely fun indie film, you know. If uh, if, you, if anybody likes drama or you know a little bit of comedy, that's it's right up there. You know? you know? Nice. So, that was a fun one. It's totally fun. Nice. And uh, you you helped produce uh, Bully here with Danny Trejo, right? I love Trejo. Yeah, Trejo. Um, Trejo's my boy. Like I, just, <laughs> we, uh, I know him super well, and I've worked with him three times. I, I got a fourth time coming up with him. But, oh, uh, nice! Uh, man, he is, he is a great human. He's one of those other icons that is just like, right? If you meet him, you get to know him. Coolest dude ever. Um, but yeah, that movie's about uh, <clears throat> there's a uh, about this kid that was being bullied, and he he, he wants to learn how to box to protect himself. And, Iris Danny Trejo and uh, we had Ron Canada, who's uh, the Lipton Ice Tea voice guy, and he was in Ted too. He was the judge; he was pretty cool. And then uh, Vincent Pastore, Big Pussy, you know, <laughs> you know your gangster movies. <laughs> Fucking Vincent's hilarious. We, uh, yeah, him, I'll be honest, we had a great nice. time. In, 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 well, uh, I'm already digging the plot. He's, he's he don't want to be bullied no more. He's gonna learn some boxing. Yep. he's gonna handle it. I'm already yeah. I'm already down. You got Marco G saying machete. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's on Paramount Plus uh, right now. Oh, all right. It's on Paramount, so that's fun. Yeah. Anybody wants to check it out, go to Paramount Plus. And then not only have you produced and directed films, but you actually have done some documentaries here. Yeah, yeah. Until It Hurts is uh, we did this uh, for some of the guys that um, uh, basically this guy, he for September 11th um, he, for all of the fallen, all those fallen buddies, he shot uh, kind of like a target. Kind okay. of, he shot a target and each bullet hole, he, uh, he kept all the, the targets. It was in like in memory of, you know, the September 11th attacks. Right. Right. Coming up. And basically this artist, a super famous artist named Elliot made the targets into art. And some of his work was featured on like Californication and like, uh, where is it called? California with uh, Mulder. <laughs> I can't remember. David Duchovny. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of, he does like target art, which I didn't even know it's a thing. But yeah, this guy, uh, they wanted to make a documentary and it's it's just a, it's all about a piece of art connecting these veterans. So it's actually wow. a positive story. Nice. It, now I was reading up on it a little bit more. And you know, critically acclaimed documentary, man. So congratulations on that one. A lot of people, a lot of good reviews. A lot of people really liked it. And you know, nothing but respect for those that fight for us. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, and this one here is this one coming out, or is this out? This one out already? Or it's on Tubi. Um, but yeah, that's about Greg Scott, another feel-good doc. Uh, he's an ex-Redskins football player who basically had like forty million dollars and blew it on drugs, women, and alcohol. <laughs> wow. And lost everything, you know? And, yeah. Uh, basically found his way um, 
starting a charity for impoverished kids in uh, Portsmouth. All in, right. In Virginia. And uh, basically found his feet, man. It's one of those crazy stories that you you hear a lot about in the NFL or some, you know, those 18 year old kids get like crazy contracts and lose all this money. And right. Yeah. You know, they're, it happens. Yeah. You know, you're still growing when you're 18. You're still, I don't, <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, you don't know shit until you're 30. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, but that was a, it's a great feel good story yeah it's on tubi great so we movie. can watch this on tubi so yeah. chat if you're interested definitely check this out on tubi awesome uh so really quick before we move on to horror here um speaking of texas chainsaw yeah. is the newest texas chainsaw movie that's coming out the most recent news announced was that it's going straight to netflix i heard that is that good or bad in your opinion i feel like it could be good because i feel like anything going i mean netflix is still freaking huge right now like you can't deny how crazy netflix you know how much i think they spend 20 billion a year on something <sighs> oh my like god mind-blowing because hbo <laughs> if you want to compare hbo is in like the six billion and HBO has been around for forever since before yeah. I was born. So for Netflix to be killing it and like that, I think it's just good for horror in general. Um, I'm curious because I, I can't remember. That movie never came out, like, or it did, and then it got shelved. Did it? I didn't even know they were done with it. I thought I thought they tried to come out. There's a There was a text chainsaw. Tried to come, it was called Leatherface, right? Yeah, there's that one. Okay, maybe I'm mixing it. Is this a brand new one? Or? This is a new one coming out, brand new. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought this was that one. Because uh, I know no. the Leatherface was done by the, the those crazy-ass French filmmakers who did Inside, which is a crazy-ass horror movie. <laughs> That's a but great movie. If you want to see some... The fun, original. I haven't seen the remake. The original, not the, I haven't seen the, the remake. Sure. Yeah, a buddy of mine's trying to get me to watch the new one just to see it. Just to do a is it really that bad episode because we have it's another series we have on here. Yeah, I do the I'm inside, sure I'm gonna hate it. Filmmakers <laughs> uh, I like Raw. I don't know if you've seen Raw. It's on the list. I got it in my queue, but I heard that was good. There's a scene in Raw where they're having sex and eating each other, and that's all you need to know. Oh wow. That well, I'm I'm sold. <laughs> Like, I'm like, you ever seen Raw? And they're like, no. And I'm like, watch it for just this one scene. And you'll be disgusted, but you can't look away. Right, right, right. French cinema, man. They're yeah, they're, they're 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 raw. There yeah. you go. Uh, but Martyrs, the Martyrs, Martyrs re, the Martyrs, Martyrs. That's one of my favorite movies. The yeah. Mar, it's, it's phenomenal. But the Martyrs remake is horrible. I even watched the unrated version of the Martyrs remake, and it's terrible. They com- they missed the complete. They missed the point. I didn't even try to watch it. I was like, "Damn, why?" Oh my god! The, the original is so oh god. The shotgun blast in the intro blows the dad and the kid. All it's insanity. Down. And then the ending, like, oh Jesus, is so it sits. So it sits with you. Oh, it stays yeah. with you. Because you're like, is this like a torture porn? Is this like a, you know, like just a saw movie? And then it's like has this big idea concept at the end. You're like, wow, all yeah. for, all for that second crossing. Life in the dark, that gleam in your eye. Oh God! Well, can I can I spoil one thing for you in yeah. the remake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know how in the original, sorry, spoilers, you guys. In the original, you know, you have the 
one one is tortured and that's pretty much the how the movie ends the constant yeah. torture and then martyrdom right yeah well no in this one the other one is escapes and comes back and and becomes action person oh, and takes out the bad guys oh no it was yeah that that's... that you completely missed the whole point <laughs> i was watching it i was like is this actually really happening right now like really it's like, oh my god, because you know they probably wanted that kind of Hollywood ending. Like, we don't want to depress the audience, you know. Let's have her be action, you know. <laughs> people are making movies now today, and they're trying to keep the PG thirteen or keep I know. It, like not offend too many people, and that's why I hate movies. It's so hard to make good horror and and like past anything past two thousand because like. I miss this, you know, cell phone or, you know, pay phone and like, you know, scream, you know, like yeah. kills all the suspense. You can text dial 911. It's such an easy out. So most yeah. of the things I do the tour, we try to keep it. That's right. These 90s, because it's just such a great time. It just makes it even for a killer scene or something fun. Yeah. More fun. Or yeah. Now it's just like you watch the fucking unfriended movies and like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's just all dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! What was what, ah, what was the most recent one that just came out that he said was atrocious? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, there's like a bunch. They of- sequeled it. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I, I saw the poster too. I know. What is it? They're all in the room and they're trying to escape room. The sequel to I haven't even seen the first Escape Room, but they yeah. the sequel to Escape Room they said was atrocious. God, and I know that guy, Adam Robitel. He's a great director, actually. He did, uh, oh, man, what's the movie about the the woman in the nursing home who is uh, possessed? Oh, it came out. The possession life. of Hannah something? Not Hannah Grace. <laughs> no, I know that one. You're talking about the one that came out earlier? The yeah. Autopsy of Jane Doe? Deborah Logan. He did that. Oh, Deb, oh, the taking of Deborah Logan. Yeah, which was, I heard that was really good. Yeah, that was a great movie. And then he did, he did something else. And yeah, I I couldn't even get into this. I saw the trailer Escape Room. I love Adam. I'm not. I don't want a bad mouth. But I no, just, I was just like Escape Room. Okay, maybe. And then I saw that second trailer. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Y'all just trying to milk this shit. Like, yeah, that day. Sometimes Bloomhouse. I don't even know. I think it's Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse just like milks it a little too hard. Right, know? right, right. Purge eighteen coming out. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm at the. I'm at Purge too. I stopped at Purge Anarchy. That was. I haven't even gone past that. Great concept, but yeah, the, the second or third one just should have cut there. Like <laughs> when they're going too far, I'm just like, what? Why do we have? That? I mean, they're just trying to make money, obviously. But I'm like, well, yeah, stop. yeah. <laughs> but then you know <laughs> filmmakers like yourself and you know some other indie filmmakers it seems like that's where the true horror today is you know lies to yeah. for the for the diehard horror fans that know what real horror is all about oh yeah no matter what no matter what type of horror it is it could be horror comedy horror serious horror whatever but uh it seems like you guys are the ones that are are leading the charge keeping yeah. horror alive yeah. and then it's the mainstream big budget releases are kind of mixed sometimes some of them are okay and some of them kind of suck yeah you know but like i have you seen censor 
Sensor. No, I haven't seen that. Check out Sensor, man. Sensor. Okay. Yes. Yes. Smaller scale film. I love but it. you'll you'll like it. You will, okay. I was like, yay, horror still alive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like I mean if Bloomhouse would have had their hand, hands on strangers, there would have been like five strangers. <laughs> But luckily, we only got one really amazing one. Now it's you know, these big studios. They, uh, yeah. They can, Were you a fan of uh, uh, the movie that inspired Strangers? Them. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved them. Yeah, that was good. That was great. That, was that awesome. ending, I was like, wow. That ending blew me away, man. Awesome. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I won't spoil that for chat if they haven't seen them. <laughs> Uh, but, oh, hold on a second. AJ Mason, thanks for popping in and uh, supporting the channel, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, man. I'm telling you, see, I told you, you're one of my peeps. Like, <laughs> metal music, horror films, baby. Yeah. The, the, the badass shit. We could talk about this all day, man. Got, but, yeah, let's let's bounce a, back into your – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just saying I got another movie we're working on mm. right now. Um and I'll just, you know, keep it short, but it's called The Virginia Bitches. And it's about four chicks in a metal band who are vampires. And uh, they, I'm sold. You don't have to go any further. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did you guys hear that, chat? Chat, yeah. did you hear that? Four yeah. metal chicks. They're all vampires. Yeah. But continue. Go ahead. And then band name is The Virginia Bitches. So it's kind of like Kitty, you know, back in yeah. the 90s. Uh, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Basically, they... Uh, they get screwed over by a promoter in Spain and they break down a small town uh, full of cannibals led by a warlock. So it's like, we're like penning the script right now, but it's fucking batshit crazy. It's literally- Metal band. <laughs> They're all vampires. Yeah. And and later, you said cannibals show up well, led they, by they, a warlock. They down, yeah, they break down in a small town uh, overrun by cannibals led by a warlock. Can can I buy the ticket now? Where can I get <laughs> yeah. the ticket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, actually, I have like Randy from Lamb of God casted. Oh yes, Alyssa from Arch Enemy. She's gonna be one of the uh, uh, one of the vampires. Dude, Heidi from the Butcher Babies. She's also casted. Are you ki- Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, Butcher she- Babies. Yeah, and Arch I, Enemy lead singer as 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 the vampire metal. Yeah. Group. I'm 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 dude. I'm I'm losing it. <laughs> He's gonna be in it. Uh, oh my god! Bill Mosley is the warlock. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, we're working on. Or hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully this one gets funded next. But it's so it's so tough to fund movies. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna get funded. It's gonna get funded. That's yeah. right. Studios out there, are you listening right now? Yeah. Are you listening right now? Yeah. Let give all the freedom. That's right. Listen to Samurai. Give all the freedom to Scott B. Hansen. Yeah. Let him do what he wants. Yeah. Cool. Everything right now is gold. <laughs> it's cool because like we're writing it to be in the same world as Bad Candy, so it's like the next town over. So when you oh. see Bad Candy, you know all that happens in the town in New Salem. This is like the town over, so it's kind of cool. Nice. Uh, AJ Mason says, dude, metal chicks, vampires, you got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sold. There you go. The chat sold, man. They're in. Yeah. This sounds fantastic, man. Awesome. But so please, let's check go out ahead. candy first. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, about your horror work here. So you all, you produced this flick as well, right? Yeah, I just produced that one. Yeah. Lost Creek. Another. How, how was this film? What's this one about? 
Um, this one's uh, this one I just helped fund, but I didn't like. I uh, wasn't heavily into this. Uh, I wasn't even on the set. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was just a one I helped fund, but it was it was awesome. Uh, nice. It was good quick, um, and it did some festival stuff, but it didn't have a huge reach. It didn't get theatrical, right? Uh, so, what? But was this the was this one of the first times where you actually transitioned as a producer? I actually produced while I direct, or you know, I, I'm always trying to produce stuff and find people I can help, and then I'm trying. Nice. To, I just you never know, and you know, music videos, as you know, aren't what they used to be. Like you know, like 15, 20 years ago, a music video was like half a million dollars. Where it's right. Like, that same damn video is like fifteen, ten thousand. You know, budget. <laughs> The same, yeah. yeah it's technology, you know. It's now right, yeah. All yeah. the music industry changed, so it's been kind of crazy. But, um, but no, I love producing. I love helping filmmakers. I feel like um, there's so many people out to get you in the film industry, and there's so many people that are just gonna lie to your face. And I'm just like trying to fucking change that because it's crazy. Hey. Nice. It's not easy. It's probably one of the. I feel like I could have been successful at many other things and made way more money, but chose filmmaking and it's you know there's a long road there's a long road lots of tears lots yeah. of <laughs> lots of uh being quick. but once you get to that point where you can uh fund yourself and i mean i we even funded most of the bad candy me and my fiance um all right as ray and we just you know we took a chance and yeah she wrote it with me and she uh, co-directed too right yeah yeah she co-directed she's really she does a lot of TV shows. We live in Atlanta, so she she's always oh, doing nice. TV shows, and I constantly shoot in LA. Um, yeah, and shout out to Desiree, you rock. Yeah, she's badass, and um, yeah, we just we are Halloween's a religion to us. Like our house is like ridiculous and on Halloween. And you already decorated already. Did you decorate already? <laughs> I actually bought two of those twelve foot skeletons from freaking Home Depot yesterday, yeah. and I'm about to put them up. Right tomorrow because I just want to. I like fucking with the neighbors as much. Hell as yeah! Oh yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I love scaring the kids, and I actually used to be a haunter. That's kind of where, when I was growing up, when I was like twelve to like eighteen, I worked at a haunt nice. in, in Virginia Beach called the Haunt Club, and I loved scaring people. It was that's the most exhilarating thing. If, if anybody's a haunter watching this, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Nice. Because when you scare somebody and, and you work in a haunt and it's like close contact, it's a weird feeling. It's like borderline. I kind of I probably could have been a serial killer, but you know, <laughs> scaring people to get getting paid to scare people is also fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a crazy rush. It's know. funny. Um, back in the day, um, me and my my buddy in down in Long Beach, yeah, for Halloween day. We would always dress up and uh, and scare people outside of his house. He would have this whole big Long thing. Beach or Long Beach? Hmm. Which Long Beach? Which one? Uh, Long not, uh, close to uh, Cherry. Is that Cali, California? Yeah, yeah, California. Oh, I used to live in Long Beach. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. So he, I used to go. That's where he lived. But I used to drive down there for every year because every Halloween. The whole, na- the whole neighborhood would uh, show up because yeah. they knew we were going to do something to scare people and they had to go in to get candy and all that. And he had the fog machine and, you know, uh, it was really cool. One of my buddies was uh, the Jeepers Creeper uh, character. Yeah. And he would just, we had him on the light post like this. So oh, people yeah. thought he was decoration. 
Oh, wow. That's and then when the music hit and the strobe lights would flash, he would jump off onto the truck and walk and scare people and they would run away. Wow. It, and it was funny. I'm always Jason. I'm too damn big to play anything else. <laughs> Jason or Michael Myers, man. I'm, I'm too big to play Michael Myers, but um, I'm thick. Uh, but uh, I, no- I, I noticed for Jason, less is more. Yeah, true. Because before, when I first was playing Jason, I would run after people. And yeah. it wouldn't really work as much, but when I would just stand there in the middle of the street and then slowly turn when someone would walk by and then follow them, yeah. that freaked them out way more yeah. than me running around. So, And, of course, my wife, uh, Lady Fatblood, which is what we call her here on the channel, she's all really good with zombie makeup. And oh, yeah. she was she would, you know, she Lady Fatblood would come out of the – we had a body bag, and she would, oh, unzip, awesome. she would come out and crawl after people. Oh, it was good times, man. That's amazing. Good times. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it Halloween and horror related here. So I'm, I want to see this. Where can we watch this? Uh, that is on Amazon. Yeah, that's okay. a ultra tiny horror movie called The Possession Experiment. Um, and that came out in 2016. So that was my first horror movie. And, you know, I was, um, it's, about, it's about a guy who self-possesses himself in the name of science. So it's a, it's oh, a fun little flick. Uh, I think it's it's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. Um, yeah, it was on Hulu, but it just went off of Hulu. It's right. This switch every three to five years. Three to gotcha, five years. gotcha. It's but uh, this looks intense, man. And you got yeah. Bill in here. Yeah, I had Bill. Um, Bill was great. That was my second time working with him, and he was a he was a trooper. We had we only had him for one day, you know. And from the screenshots, pretty pretty good makeup effects as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, some great makeup effects. And, uh, yeah, that's Katie Finelli. She's a great great actress. Um, and uh, she's been <clears> in New York as well. But yeah, that was a fun movie. We did that in Virginia Beach, my old studio. I'm based in Atlanta now, but uh, yeah, we did that uh, little indie horror film. And that, that actually got me into the office of Jason Bloom at Bloom House, like just seeing that trailer and watching that movie that got me to like Universal. And, and that was like, kind of when I started to learn about the fuck of the, the movie. Nice. Your, cat, <laughs> your cats are having fun back there, oh, man. <laughs> that's name too. That's Lenny. That's Lenny. Like, hold, hold on. Let me, let me blow it up. Hold on. Yeah, there you That's is. Lenny right there. All right. So All right. if you see the bad candy trailer, there's a giant bat creature. Yeah, him after the back creature. Nice, so, love it, Lenny. Lenny, yeah. Nice. So let's get into bad candy. Did you all? Did you? Uh, was it planned to? Hey, you know what? I love horror anthologies. Let's go. Let's make one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. It's. Um. Yeah, I love. I love anthologies too, and I, I love like Crash. You know, stuff like that. I loved. Uh, Obviously, Trick or Treat is a huge inspiration. Yes. You can't deny that. I mean, when people were like, oh, it's like Trick or Treat, I'm like, yeah, but there's not enough Trick or Treats. Like, we, Good point. We, we don't get that many Halloween movies. Like, no. There's 85 Jason Bourne movies. There's 85 million, you know, like Ryan Reynolds movies that are all the same and The Rock movies. We, yeah. we don't have enough Trick or Treat movies. So, yes, it's. It's in the same vibe, but you know, it's yeah. it's totally. I, I I love Trick or Treat. I grew up on Trick or Treat. Um, yeah, it's like the perfect movie. So, 
to get compared to trick or treat. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Th- thank you. <laughs> We're not copying trick or treat. We just, it's just another Halloween movie. Um, but I love trick or treat. I love trick or treat. Um, creep show. The, creep, the first two creep show movies, uh, yeah. Tales of Halloween, I enjoyed as well. I Tales of Halloween, fun. yeah, that's and um, first two uh, VHS movies, yeah, VHS, uh, any of the Tales from the Crypt, you know, that's a huge inspiration. Um, but yeah, Bad Candy was just uh, um, just a weird story about two DJs that tell st- uh, scary stories at night, and each of the stories, uh, be, you know, they become segments but all the segments connect so uh it does get labeled as an anthology but it's really not it's a linear mm. movie so it's all all this bad shit crazy stuff happens on the same town on, on the same street and everybody's like connected but they don't really know it they're all right next to each other nice i like that i like that so it's and like um standalone stories kind of like tales of halloween yeah it's more on the vibe of trick-or-treat with everything crisscrosses is connected people yeah I like that. And, uh, of course, you got uh, the awesome Zach uh, in yeah. here. Zach Does this guy age? Does he age? He's like 58. He's looking great, man. He's awesome. Zach, he, Zach, what do you what do, you do my friend? <laughs> and he had just moved to Atlanta. Um, and this is, like, right when uh, we lost Sid. And we were trying to figure out what to do. And, man, we tried all, we tried all kinds of people. We tried Lance Hendrickson. Uh, tried uh, Tony Todd. Like everybody was busy when we right. were filming, and Zach had just moved to Atlanta, and he's just like, you know, I'd heard that he's a local, and I just reached out. And I was like, hey, huge fan of Gremlins. I've seen it a billion times when I was growing up. Not to make you feel old, but we're making this awesome movie, and you get to co-star with Corey Taylor from Slipknot, and Zach Galligan happened to be the biggest fucking Slipknot fan. Yeah, nice. <laughs> dude that's amazing and he was all about it he and i think that's why he did it because he got to be he thought Corey taylor was amazing and they fucking throwed out the whole time oh uh, that's awesome that's awesome but we but yeah i'm a big fan of both gremlins movies and the extremely underrated in my opinion the waxwork films man waxwork's great underrated and i had told zach I, you know i was like hey man we're doing you know something that's probably gonna be it's a good little script and it's indie, but we're going to try to make it as big as possible. And, you know, I was just like, Hey, uh, do a screen test. And he was all about it, man. Nice. Nice. Look at him. He's looking like a badass right here. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo, we want to make it just a little different from, you know, cause if you shave his face, you're like, Oh, gremlins. Right. Like, right. Like the porn stash. Like, yeah. And then obviously like, um, uh, Corey Taylor, his character's name is Chili Billy, which is a shout out to the um, old school vibes, if you know Chili Billy was back in the day. Um, yeah. Corey yeah. is great. He's, Corey, he, he's amazing. Shout out to Corey Taylor. Yeah. Uh, but, it's, you know, I as many metal concerts that I've been to, that Slipknot, you know, was like the, the main event, basically, yeah. and during metal festivals. Oh, I have yeah. yet to seen them botch. No, yeah, <laughs> like they've every single Slipknot performance was good, was flawless. Oh, yeah. There were no mistakes, nobody tripped, no one's instruments went out. <laughs> like it was yeah. just perfect every single time. Yeah, they're legit. I love Slipknot. And I Corey just, put so much energy. Yeah, and I just thought that'd be interesting. And he hadn't even done a lot of acting, and 
I was like, you know, you're going to, it doesn't require a ton of acting, but I'm going to push you as hard as I can and test you as a director. And I think we did that. And I was just like, um, just, you know, helping them, coaching them. And he did a great fucking job and he has a great voice. And Oh yeah. Like you're playing the guy telling the stories. You're the perfect person. And, uh, we kind of had to, you know, co- coerce him to be like, let's, let's hop on. He, he did an amazing job. Yeah. 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 Nice. I can't wait to see him in the film. Uh, Got a little pretty cool behind-the-scenes shot of everybody working hard, making badass movies here. Any funny stories or uh, craziness happening on during filming? Um, yes, all kinds of craziness. Um, man, I'm trying to think what is the craziest. Um, Without spoiling the movie or anything. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know you're in the special effects, so uh, we had Wayne Anderson. He did our giant bat creature uh, Dracubus is his name in the movie. Um, this thing is phenomenal. I'm, I got a, I got a shot here. Yeah. So look that, at this. That thing is crazy. Um, so if you're and th- and this is just me nerding out. So Wayne Wayne's ultra famous. He's like the next Steve Lang. He's like the 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 next big you know effects guy out right now. He worked on. Uh, this is badass. Yeah, I mean Wayne did uh, Jurassic World. He did the last. Oh. Predator suit in 2018. Um, nice. So, you know, us being like, you know, $120,000 film, which is like nothing when you right. see Andy, you know, and I hate to even say how much the budget was, but it's nothing. When you watch Candyman, that's $20 million compared to our movie that we had 120 grand. Right. 120 grand is like their goddamn food budget. But, you know, <laughs> I try to make that candy as big and cinematic as possible. And, some of the tricks of reaching out to people like Wayne. And I was like, Hey man, huge fan. You know, I would love to be honored if you could come out and do this amazing creature for us. And he, you know, and I think he was just like, like, yeah, he read the part and the scene. And he's like, I'm going to be killing pumpkin heads with a giant bat creature. I am in. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I promise you would be the weirdest fucking scene you have ever been a part of. And this is why we're perfect. And the cool part of bringing him out was, he was working on Avatar 2 in New Zealand at the goddamn time. And he was doing Kate Winslet's face, which is probably a spoiler, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Amazing, because I love Titanic. Who doesn't love Titanic? You know, Titanic's an amazing movie. Even if you're not a horror fan, just so on he, scale. So he broke, he he made time from doing that to come do your movie. He flew from New Zealand. Wow. Avatar too with fucking James Cameron and came and did our tiny movie in Atlanta. And I was just like so humbled, so stoked. And I just in after the shoot, he was just like, dude, I gotta tell you, like, I work on you know hundred million dollar movies and working with you guys with you know doing what you can. Like yeah, this is probably one of the best experiences that I've ever had. And I was just like, man, that means a lot to us because you know, we, we don't have the big budgets like the big movies. We're just trying to make it. Um, and, you know, I just shot you a call, man. Shot you an email. And he was just like, the way you guys treated me was amazing. And I was like, that's just how we are, man. We, we treat people like we want to be treated because, you know, we're not making million-dollar films yet. Maybe one yeah. day. But- one day. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I'd like to have control uh, mm-hmm. or, like, <laughs> Let me say hi. But yeah, I love, love me. 
love me now, feed me. I like to have control over, you know, when you do a big studio movie, a lot of shit gets like, there'll be like 20 producers telling you what to do and you're trying to make your vision. Right. This is why Suicide Squad, the the Suicide Squad is so successful because James Gunn didn't take any shit. He's like, I'm going to make a radar movie and do it the way I fucking want to do it. But if you compare it to the first one, that guy, David Ayers, he probably made an amazing movie, which you won't yeah. see, but the producers fucked that movie. Did you did you hear about what happened? <laughs> the cat's having fun, man. Did you hear about um, supposedly this to test screening of the A- of David Ayers' version before the studio fucked it up? Did you yeah. hear about what happened? I heard what he said, yeah, about his composer. Standing ovation. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm like what happened? Come on! And, I actually wouldn't mind seeing a David Ayer cut, to be honest. You can see it, and the problem is, I don't know if he's as big as Snyder, so you probably won't. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen, but no. it, maybe one day you get lucky. But it's just that's the thing. Like I could have, I've done big movies, I've worked on big time movies, not as a director, but you know other roles. But yeah, yeah. I, I, doing Bad Candy, I tried to keep those kind of people out because <laughs> they will ruin your shit. Right. Yeah. To budget up or just make it hell. And I think by staying indie um, for us to even get a theater release after, during a pandemic is fucking crazy. Like right. um, people have no idea how hard it is to get a movie in the theaters, let alone $120,000 movie. That's, I, I can't yeah. even tell you how almost impossible that is. Like they're, they're that damn Jackie Chan movie and John Cena went straight, you know, to DVD. The, what happened with that? I, I was, uh, I was, I was just reading about that the other day. Snafu is what it's called. Yeah. And, uh, you know, John Cena said that stuff about Taiwan, which, you know, obviously China can kiss my ass. Taiwan's totally a country, but he had to apologize because. Right, right, right. I know. Bow down to China, where they're gonna, <clears throat> they're going to shut your movie down. So they shut it down, and China's doing some crazy they're, shit right now. Yeah, right? they're kind of doing a little bit more than that right now yeah, <laughs> over like there. Wild stuff. If you're in the yeah. movie industry, like the fact that Black Widow was not allowed to open in China, like that's hundreds of millions of dollars of loss. Yeah. And Shang Chi, which I saw last night, was great. That was good. Okay. It's All not right. open in China because. They they think it's like the whole Fu Manchu thing, but they have a you know Chinese descent director, and they got Chinese actors. It's ridiculous. It's, Michelle Yeoh and Tony Lung are in it. Yeah, they're they're amazing. royalty. <laughs> it's a great story, and the fucking end credit scene is like woo, really good. Okay, all right, cool. But nice. I can't wait to check it out. But it's not going to do that well because of China. Because you need China. China. Two billion people. There's a lot of money over there. Somebody sent me a link that said that it already made it. Already, it actually broke some kind of record. It made eight point eight million for Thursday. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna break the Labor Day record or something like that. Hey, that's some success, I guess. But it's a great movie, man. And nice. Um, can you see the fights? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. You can actually. Thank God. <laughs> I gotta see the guys though. I gotta see. Now I'm curious now. I had some hope for that guy, but I'm just going to check it out. Which one? Which one? Uh, what, Henry. Who's the guy in Snake Eyes? Henry Golding. There you go, that guy. Yeah. 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 
It's yeah. not them. Henry Golding and Andrew Koji, they they worked their asses off. The fight choreography <laughs> that they got, fight choreographer, is legit. Badass. Yeah. He, he's done amazing work already. They all work their asses off. They're they're fine. It's yeah. just whoever filmed and edited the movie yep. screwed everything up. And I, and I feel that pain because when I was editing, we have you know we have a few fight scenes and, uh, back in. Yeah. I I invited the stunt the stunt choreographer over just to get his yeah. feedback because I mean he's the guy his name is Derek Russo and he. Uh, He's in like Loki and he does all this stunt stuff and in Atlanta. But you know, I was just like, hey, let me get your opinion. I'm sure you don't get invited to editing sessions, but that's the joy of being in an indie uh, sort of area where you're, you know, you have all the control. Like, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. what do you, you know, give me your feedback. Nice. Because I don't want it to be where you're not seeing shit. You know, like that's that's not what I, I want. Yeah. And people that don't analyze action sequences, they don't really analyze fight scenes. They won't see it. Yeah, they'll enjoy it. I've had a, I had a lot of people say they actually like Snake Eyes, and that's great as long as they're entertained. Yeah. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that part of the trailer where you had a uh, Storm Shadow and a, another character in dark, and yeah. they had that really they're on top of a rooftop at night in the rain, and he had that badass neon sign yeah. behind them. Well, guess what? That entire fight you don't see. Oh wow! So you had that awesome pose and everything, and then they cut to somebody else. You know, they cut to you know other characters doing their stuff, and then you see them fighting in the background. <laughs> and then when it when it finally shows the fight, it's chopped to shit, and then it's and then it's over. Yeah. I was like, how much money did it cost to do that set and location just to not show it? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but yeah, back to you, man. I know we're we're getting off track here. No, but yeah, yeah um, we're rambling. <laughs> hey, it's fun. It's fun. Hey, it's it's a hangout here, man. Everybody comes here. It's a hangout. We have fun. Yeah. Um, but I love <laughs> man. Shots like this intrigue me. Was yeah. it really? How difficult was it to get the the lighting right? Yeah. So that's literally my backyard. <laughs> oh, hey, whatever works, man. Yeah, so that's my fence, and I I had like a hundred pumpkins made that we made out of foam. Um, nice. Uh, and that clown face is like from the 1950s. So it's a vintage clown mask. Um, so it's like already creepy. It's like yeah. a paper mache. Um, but yeah, I lit that whole scene. That's just something like I took a extra set design that myself too. I was just like, let me take time yeah. to make the scene uh, crazy. But um, the fact that we're shooting in segments, I, you know, some of the filming just spaced out by a few weeks. So we had time to like really plan. We're on a bigger movie. You got like 90 days to do everything. You got a whole hundred team people. We had like eight people on our team. You know, it was small. Right. So we had to make the best use of it. But nice. It's more fun that way. Pretty cool shot here as well. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, that's our character Kira in the movie, and uh, this is like this awesome spinning lantern, um, and. Uh, yeah, she's cool in the trailer. I don't want to give away too much, but she right. has an awesome power where anything she draws comes alive. So nice. This is a cool set. Where's yeah. this area? This is uh in the woods in in a spot in Atlanta. It's a, a cool treehouse uh, set that we had. We just kind of made it, uh, but it's a group of kids that get together on Halloween um, to go trick or treating, basically. 
Nice, nice. I love this shot here. This one right here is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that was uh yeah, that's our bad candy clown. The clown is called bad candy, so you know, we're um I've been trying to figure out you know, it's it's kind of tough to make like the next Freddy or the Jason or the Terrifier, you know, and this is right. like, this is like our our take on that kind of character because um I think the difference of bad candy and like especially if you want to compare bad candy and trick or treat is all our our character um he kills in the name of good. So it's kinda of like he protects the kids. So it's right, like, right. Oh, okay. See, all right. It's not like it where he's trying to kill everybody or pennywise. Right, right. He's, he's only punishing the bad people and, and people that um pay homage to All Hallows Eve, you know, he respects and, and takes care of, especially the kids in the treehouse. Nice it. So, nice. I like that. I still think it's funny, going back to Trick or Treat, I think it's hilarious when yeah. I found out that Brian Cox wanted to be dressed up as made up as to look like John Carpenter. That's that amazing. is hilarious. <laughs> That's why he looks the way he looks. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh you didn't know that, yeah. Because we were we were watching the with the commentary, and that's why he has the face and the hair, and oh. he went, that was his demand. Wow, he wanted to look like John Carpenter. <laughs> He's such a good actor, yeah. I've never heard him. Always wanted. To. Oh man, uh, but we got we got without spoiling anything, we got some slasher action here. Yeah, there's a there's a great scene in this bathroom called South of the Border. Okay, um, and uh, it's like pretty awesome. But yeah, this is totally our little. Serial killer. That mask is uh, handcrafted by Eden Rin Shea. She's one of our artists and uh, nice made this mask, and it's just fucking awesome. Especially when you see the scene, it's pretty. Anytime you go to a rest stop and you're on the shitter, this scene, you'll relate to it in two seconds. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. all I can say about it. But <laughs> you're traveling and you go to that shitty rest stop. And we're looking at the shit on the walls. That this scene is for you. <laughs> this is why you're gonna enjoy this scene. Cool, cool. Uh, this character here, again, without spoiling anything, is this the character Bill Mosley was supposed to play? Uh, no, Bill was supposed to play uh, uh, Zach Galligan's uh, spot. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, you did mention that. He's a fun voice, yeah. So, but now this this guy from the trailer, just from the trailer, this guy's a dick. He hates <laughs> Halloween. Is he one of those characters? He's that guy that likes to put things in candy that you shouldn't put in candy. Oh, what a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he passes it out to a bunch of kids, and obviously, you know, oh, he, he, too much, but... Yeah, I'm sure he's going to get it. He's going to get it, I'm sure, I'm sure. And, of course, you know, you know, anytime a movie has sexy nurses in it, yes. you know. <laughs> Leary, um, Five stars. Yeah, she's a great upcoming actress. She was just in The Walking Dead. Uh, last season, but uh, she plays a nurse that accidentally um, takes uh, some Molly mixed with uh, some LSD and just has, she works in a morgue and the reason she has the nurse costume on is she's coming from a Halloween party. So, oh. very lonely and when she gets back to the morgue, you know, she has a little fun with, you know, one of the uh, Really? One of the stiffs, I'll say. <laughs> so it's a little fun, but okay. you might wake up mid process. Yeah, keyword stiff. <laughs> so, yeah, she was, All right. 
Actress and uh, yeah, she's she's somebody to watch out for. Like she'll be a name pretty soon. Nice, nice, nice. Now, now uh, these unfortunate ga- assholes here. <laughs> I was like, this is so wild, man. This is wild again without spoiling anything. Yeah. I'm sure it, 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 you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna make it most likely. So th- this casting call was hilarious for anybody. <laughs> these actors that showed up, like all I said in the casting call was like, "Hey, it's gonna be cold, wet, rainy, and you're gonna have pumpkins on your head. You may, you're gonna be in shorts." And we just changed it to underwear last second because I was like, "No, nah, let's go, let's go wild, wild." And these people oh showed God. up. And I kid you not, it fucking poured its ass off for like three hours. It was January 10th, I think, in 2020 when we shot this. And it was cold as hell. And (laughs) things worse, it starts snowing like three hours later. But um, we had to wait for the snow to stop. So it was an all-night shoot. But this is when Wayne was here from from New Zealand to do the Bat Creature so I didn't tell any of these pumpkin heads what they were going to encounter. So imagine oh. being bounded with your hands with a foam. They're foam pumpkins. They look real. But, you know, because the we, we tried the real pumpkins. They kept falling off. Just to try it. <laughs> I was the, the test dummy. Um, yeah. But uh, and they all had ball gags in their mouth. So ball gag, pumpkin, bounded, running in your underwear, being chased by a giant bat creature. <laughs> There were three ex-military guys throwing spears, axes, all kinds of fun weapons. It's a great oh, scene. my God. They probably freaked out. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have little tricks where I'll tell people part of the scene, but I'll get reactions based on realism. Right, so right, right, right. React. It's not even acting sometimes. It's fucking react. Run as fast as you can. Well, let's look at the uh, bat creature again. This is phenomenal. Yeah. This is for people who are just arriving now, watching right now. This is phenomenal. This is full of badassity, and especially this is a behind-the-scenes shot. But uh, here's a little quick shot of it in the movie. So I'm I'm excited to see great work here, man. Great work. I'm excited to see this. And uh, a chat here. They're <laughs> chat's kind of losing it. They're like, hold on a second. They're um, Marco says that's amazing. Once we showed the bat creature, they're going crazy. They're going crazy over here. They're loving it. Yeah, he's awesome. Let's see here. What are they? Let me see. Looking here. Yeah, there's the in the trailer. He like lands. There's a superhero landing. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. That was in the intro too. Uh, Kid Wax said he just saw the trailer to Bad Candy. It looks like a lot of fun. There you go. Man, That's what I'm good. talking about. Yeah. Oh man. If you like Trick or Treat, you're probably gonna like this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely trick or treat, tales from the crypt, um, uh, very bad things for people that know that movie. Oh um, man, that's a, that's been a while since I've seen that one. Holy crap! Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my pitch. You know, those three movies. Um, yeah, it's wild. But another thing that blew me away here, I'm just going to blow this up here, is man, congratulations for all the awards. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. I just wanted to show this to chat that's watching. Right, I mean, look at this: twenty-three awards and five yeah. nominations. Look at this: best feature film. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is insane. I got to update that. Uh, you, uh, the the festival is waiting for me to update it, but it's uh, yeah, twenty-seven now. It's crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> twenty-seven! But yeah, chat. Look at this. 
yeah. look at all these awards this movie has won. I mean, congratulations, Scott, man. Yeah. I just yeah, wanted to show cool. this to chat. I would have never thought like a weird movie about Halloween would catch on for so many people, you know? So it's, uh, I think the right mix of dark comedy with horror and uh, weird situations is, you know, just kind of, that's why I was like, there's not enough trick or treats. I, I wish there was like 10 more trick or treats. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, his Godzilla movies from Michael Gordon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I do love uh, Krampus. Krampus is fucking amazing. I love Did you Krampus. hear about the, the newest news of Krampus? Oh, are they doing a sequel? No, <laughs> no. The newest thing is that it's finally coming out in 4K. But it's the unrated version. It's oh, the awesome. it's the stuff that they had to take out to appease, you know, the MPAA. Yeah. So all that's coming back in. So I'm like, is this like a legit R-rated version now? Oh, that's amazing. So I have to I have to get that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I have to get that. Krampus okay. is a lot of fun. And, and speak. I, oh, go ahead. I saw his Godzilla movie, and I was just like, man, he's going big time on us. Which, Which one? Uh, he did the Godzilla. Oh, you mean Godzilla versus Kong? You mean? No, no, no. He did Godzilla, the one before that. King, King of the Monsters? Yeah. The Kong one was better, I thought. Okay. I don't know. But... The guy who... Well, no. It, I enjoyed it a lot better because you can actually... We actually got some fighting and you could see the fights. Yeah. Um, the guy who directed The Guest did yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Which is another movie I really enjoy. Yeah, so. that's cool. yeah. But speaking of a lot of fun, man, I hate to end it, but I know you're extremely busy. Oh, but great. it was a blast talking to you, my friend. I had a great time. Thank you. Yeah, and, and 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 don't forget, chat next week, September tenth. Bad Candy comes out. Yeah, watch it, rent it, buy it. Y'all know what you need to do. You got to represent true horror, man. Fuck the fucking bye bye mans. Okay. <laughs> and then the 15th, it'll be VOD and October tenth Blu-ray, which is has all the juicy. Commentary behind the scenes making of lots nice. of nice stuff. So. Well, I'm definitely going to buy the Blu-ray uh, oh, yeah. as well because uh, as soon as I saw the trailer, before I even reached out to you, I was like, "This is this is I'm watching this for Halloween Day, man." Somebody's making Big- a VHS. I heard too, which I can't wait because I, I actually have a VHS player. Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. So it's tradition every year for Halloween. Like on Saturday, we binge and watch horror movies all day. So Bad Candy's going on the list, son. That's right. Can't wait. Chat, make sure you support Scott's work. And I'm I'm already excited for the Meshuggah video as well as the up. What was the next movie called? And I'm like, I'm still losing. I haven't calmed down, by the way. Yeah, I'll send you some more info. Yeah. It's going to be, we're actually going to crowdfund that first. Okay. Just to kind of get put on Indiegogo, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's the name of it again for chat? Yeah, the Virginia bitches. The Virginia bitches, son. We gonna make that happen. That's right. Sounds like a wild ride. Sounds phenomenal. Uh, But yeah, Scott, hey, like I tell all our guests, hey, make this your second home, my friend. You're always welcome to come back at any time. uh, Yeah, man. Uh, Chat, thank you for watching. You guys have a great weekend. Scott, you too as well, my friend. Don't go anywhere yet, Scott. Don't go anywhere yet. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Liking and subscribing. Bad candy next week. Can't miss it. Go ahead and check it out. I'll see you guys next time. Take care.